Welcome to Almost Here, Around the Corner of Future Technology Podcasts with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies poised to transform our lives for better or worse are the focus of this podcast. Almost Here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used, or just around the corner, from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. Coming to Dallas, Texas, September 14th, 15th, and 16th, 2018, the Blockchain and Future Tech Expo. This is going to be a gigantic conference of over 5,000 people. We're going to be talking about blockchain and its applications. We're going to be talking about quantum computing, cybersecurity, artificial intelligence, and several other future technologies that are poised to and actually changing our lives as we speak. Here's why you should attend. As you may know, early adopters are the ones that investigated and profited from things like the gold rush in the 1800s, from the dot-com boom in the 1990s, from the internet boom in 2005, from the smartphone explosion in 2007, from the real estate boom that ended in 2008, and of course, from the Bitcoin boom that started in 2012. Early adopters act now. They don't wait till later. They go out west first, and their covered wagons, they find the biggest gold nuggets. If you consider yourself an early adopter and you want to find the biggest nuggets, then you owe it to yourself to attend this upcoming conference. Blockchain is going to affect how we control and store our medical data, how we send money around the world, how we bank, and more. But artificial intelligence, quantum computing, and cybersecurity will play a pivotal role in our lives as well. And that's why our next event, September 14th to the 16th at the Dallas Convention Center, is going to have not only 5,000 plus attendees, but will showcase blockchain, AI, cybersecurity, quantum computing, and more. You want to get in on the coming gold rush of future tech and opportunity as an early adopter. Don't be left out. To register, go to bftexpo.com. That's blockchainfuturetechexpo.com. Thank you. Hello, everyone. This is Chris with the Future Tech Podcast. My guest today is Hans Lombardo with blockpass.org. Welcome, Hans. Thank you. I'm very happy to be here and get an opportunity to, to talk to you and your, your viewers. Excellent. Hans, tell us about your background and what you, led you to get involved with BlockPass. Yeah, my background, um, I've been involved as an entrepreneur investing and starting up companies in technology um, for, for many years. I, I went through the internet um, bubble. Um, I went on to found a number of companies which um, I sold or sold my stake in, and uh, I've always been fascinated with disruptive tech, um, innovative technologies, and I find it very thrilling uh, to to, um, be involved in in new and interesting technology, and I got involved in blockchain about four years ago when my old boss asked me to go to an Inside Bitcoins conference. My old boss was Alan Meckler of Internet.com and Internet World fame, and uh, he uh, invited me to this conference he was running called Inside Bitcoins, and I was kind of skeptical at first, but because it was digital currency, I wasn't that excited initially in it, but then when I found out about the technology behind it, which was blockchain technology and its potential for dis- uh, distributed applications, I, was very, I became very interested, um, and I saw it as the future um, of online commerce and interaction. Okay. And what uh, what were the steps 
immediately before you got involved with BlockPass? What what uh what led you to that? Well, a couple of years ago, um, so, uh, a group of technologists and I um, we formed a company called Chain of Things, and we were focused on blockchain using blockchain as a way to secure IoT because IoT has huge issues of, with security with the um, growth and the amount of connected devices in the world in the billions. We thought blockchain could be an, um, a, a sort of security fabric for devices, and namely, really, by creating identity for devices from the factory floor, a sort of birth certificate, certificate for devices. But um, as we were investigating and doing research and R&D and doing proofs of concept, we found that really the big problem with that was that there wasn't an, uh, an adequate human identity platform, sort of self-sovereign human identity platform. Um, so we formed a JV with a company based in Vietnam called Infinity Blockchain Labs. Our company was is called Chain of Things, and we formed a JV with IBL, or Infinity Blockchain Labs, which is a Japanese-owned um, company in Vietnam. And we started working on BlockPass over a year ago, and block, now we have a full product that's launching in the next few weeks, which is an identity verification platform for users. Um, KY, we can do KYC, know your customer, anti-money laundry, everything, all, all kinds of applications for it. And uh, we see huge potential for it um, as it is user-centric and user-controlled identity management over mobile app. Can you um, talk to us a little bit more about the uh, the future that you see involved with that, what you just mentioned. Okay, so um, the lower hanging fruit for it really is the, the blockchain ecosystem, the, the token offerings, the uh, financial services, uh, exchanges, cryptocurrency exchanges. There's a huge cost to onboarding customers, what they call know your customer or KYC process, where it also can involve a AML or anti-money laundering, as well as further sort of deep dive into, um, you know, verifying people's identity. And BlockPass is a simple application that is um, you download onto your phone where you can do it all as a user. You can do it all on your phone, and including onboarding into an exchange, and you control the app and you control the, the data. The data is stored on your phone, and you can decide whether to send it to an exchange to sign up for the exchange or... For example, if you see a token offering you're interested in, and that, that's really the lower, earlier business that we're going to be doing um, on the platform. But we're also getting a lot of interest in, from mainstream financial services where banks, uh, emerging banks in particular, um, and other financial services see um, huge potential for it. I mean, including insurance companies, um, uh, trade finance, and some other areas of of, of sort of uh, commerce and industry. What did the emerging banks see in the potential? Like, what, what are some of the first steps that they they identify with and are excited about? Well, um, in in the financial services world, there's huge cost uh, in KYC. It's a spiraling cost. Doing know your customer, um, anti money laundry is becoming more and more costly. And because uh, BlockPass is a shared platform, it reduces uh, shared infrastructure, it reduces costs for emerging um, enterprises, emerging financial services. And um, the, the reason why it's a huge cost is becoming more and more of a requirement of regulators for um, 
people doing business or people signing up to financial services, uh, insurance, uh, cryptocurrency, crypto on exchange, signing up to exchanges, they have to go through the whole process and it's becoming very costly for exchanges um, and mainstream, even mainstream banking. I mean, an example is Coinbase um, a few years ago, this is a few years ago, said that 20% of their budget was spent on onboarding customers. Now, it's probably even more now because of the enormous amount of uh, users that they're trying to onboard, thousands of them, because they're all trying to get into the, you know, into the crypto economy. That's where it is. Okay. It's really reduction of cost, reduction of pain point for um, merchants, but also for the user. Users have to go through this KYC process over and over again. Now, with BlockPass, they only have to do it once. And if a merchant's on the platform, they can use any merchant on the platform. Who's, on, who's actually on the platform, so they don't have to do the KYC process again. Um, it, it's already been done, and it's stored on their phone. Once they click a um, click a new customer or pick a new customer, I mean, pick a new merchant, then they can just it, the data just goes straight to that merchant. The merchant is then verif verified, can confirm that it, that user is verified. That's uh, yeah, that's cool. So tell us about the uh, most recent developments with your platform and where you are on the roadmap. Okay, so we're on the most recent development is we're going from beta to full 1.0 version, and that is happening very soon in the next few weeks. Um, we're working on um, launching. We're going to have a big launch party, um, big event in London where we debut the platform, and in the coming weeks we will um, uh, continue to promote that, and also we will release our token, um, which is the pass token. Um, and within uh, like six weeks of that, that product launch. And the token is actually used in the platform. It's a utility token. And so that's really big and really important. And we're also going to be having events in Tokyo and Hong Kong as well. Um, they you know, debut in the platform and also the token. You have, can you give us um, more specific dates on that or should we be looking for that on your, um, your website, on yes. the socials? Okay. So the, da the dates are still kind of tentative, but... So okay. the uh, mid 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 April we will do our product launch uh, party, and then in Tokyo we will will be debuting in Tokyo the first week of May, and then by the end of May we will be doing a the the sort of another big sort of launch party in Hong Kong, and that is just to um to to to, to entertain to bring bring our market to those uh, customers potential customers in those markets and also our followers. And community supporters, so BlockPass community supporters, and and to encourage uh, uh, participation and download our app, um, because we'll be airdropping tokens so that users can actually get the tokens and then download the app and demonstrate how they used. So so it's going to be a lot of fun and it's going to be very yeah. exciting. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like it. So walk us through how um, one of your users, or I guess one of the initial users, is going to get on your platform and get involved. Okay, so like an example would be um, there's a cryptocurrency exchange that we're integrating with, and the users will, um, if they you know they want to trade on the exchange to onboard, they just download the app. They go through the process. They can download it via um, iOS, Apple, Apple Store, and also Android uh, Play Store. So they can download it from there. The app is on both stores. It's going to be on a fully available on both stores. And they just download the app, and they go through the process. There's several levels. There's level zero to 
to three. Level zero is just your email address. Level one is your name. Level three is your address and, and other information. And level uh, the next level is uh, passport. Upload a, a scan of your passport, which you can do with your phone, a selfie with holding your ID, and a proof of address, which is a scan of a utility bill. And that is the initial process. You do that and then send that to a smart contract. It's, in, it's engraved into a into a smart contract and a Merkle tree, and then um, the merchant can verify, the exchange can verify that that's, that, that, that's, uh, that, that user has been verified. And then that user becomes a, a customer of the exchange. And then they will be able to, they're on the platform and they can, any, any merchant or any kind of token offering or service provider that joins the platform, the user doesn't have to go through the KYC process again. They can just um, click a drop down to see what other merchants are on it and they can use those merchants. And uh, unless, I mean, the thing is sometimes the merchants will have additional information and they'll just call for, they'll send a call in to, um, for, we need your, um, you know, you know, we need something else from you. Maybe it's your birth certificate or, you know, something like that. But uh, sure. that's just an example. So. Um, speaking, speaking of merchants and examples, can you give us, um, kind of sampling of the merchants that you're currently involved with? Yeah, so exchanges, uh, utility tokens, token offerings, um, crypto cards, crypto um, services, other crypto services. Um, some of the merchants are uh, a token offering platforms um, where they offer multiple services for uh, companies that uh, want to, um, projects that want to do a token offering. And maybe provide other services such as company setup, accounting, etc. We were just Blockpass is just the KYC part, the identity verification part of the platform. So that um, that's an example. Um, there's uh, other merchants that we're talking to includes banks um, where they they're interested in using KYC application that's simple, um, has good UX user experience. And that and that, and that's absolutely key, actually, for the blockchain uh, sector in general is is the user user experience. It, that's how we get the main mainstream, get to the mainstream users and mainstream customers. All right. So earlier we were talking about the just kind of the the backbone of a block path, and that's been the idea of identity verification. What are the unique problems that um, you've encountered at BlockPass and solutions? Um, that you've come up with to solve those problems? Okay, well, sort of the unique problems are um, just the the main problem is the difficulty for users in onboarding um, into a, a platform such as, you know, an exchange such as Kraken, where they have to go through the process of doing the photographs and everything. And we've just uh, tightened it up and made the user experience better um, in terms of, using the phone to be easily go through the process of taking a photo, scanning your um, your 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 passport, etc. You just facilitate that by by just a simple but um, user friendly app, um, mobile app. And um, there's uh, some problems that are harder to resolve, and that's blockchain is. Is, is not immune to the, the fact that garbage in is garbage out. So like if you um, get bad data, then you're, that, bad, that, that data is going to be there. So you can't, you, you only can mitigate against that. And so we've come up with a, 
uh, some strategies, including a combination of machine um, verification and human verification. So it reduces the risk where most machine or sort of software verification is, um, it can tell you sort of percentage. It can, can't always tell you yes or no that this is a person, but kind of can tell you what the percentage is that this, this is the actual person. For example, if it's a facial recognition or if it's a, if it's scanning a passport, but then a human a human portion will be able to like such as a notary that might be plugged notaries are going to be plugged into the platform. They'll be able to verify whether you know with maybe a degree of more accuracy if the the person in for example the person in the photo is the same person in the passport. So um, that's just an example. And so by using both machine and human verification, you are mitigating error against error, but you can't completely eliminate error. Um, so, so just to understand here, it, it starts with the machine verification, and then it's confirmed right. on the human side, correct? Yeah. So initially, we don't have that, but that is the plan. We're we're plugging that in version, the next versions of the uh, of the application. So, um, so that that that's coming as well as um, the biometric. Um, Sort of verification, and um, later stage, we're doing zero knowledge proof um, technology. We're going to continue to be improving the technology on BlockPass. We've um, recently partnered with a UK university who will essentially they'll be creating a BlockPass identity lab, where which will kind of act as our R&D center for BlockPass um, and identity verification. So that's all really exciting. Uh, yeah. Very good. So in yeah. in the realm of identif identity verification and just related kind of fields, what do you think is the near-term future of your industry? I think in the near term, there right now there are um, quite a few ID verification platforms, even in the blockchain sector. I think there needs to be um, more partnership and consolidation um, between players, um, not go off and do your own version, we all should be using the W3C DID standard, um, which is very important. And as long as we're doing that, we're going to be compatible. Um, so what BlockPass is very much encouraging that. We've, we're trying to encourage um, ID platforms that may seem to be our competitors to join us. And by using the, um, the actual crypto tokens as a, a means of uh, compatibility, and by um, using sort of a barter barter system or a um, sort of integrated system where uh, we're staking tokens um, so that we can integrate our platform so our users can use their merchants and their users can use our merchants and that that's I think absolutely key that's what I and then I'm hoping that starts to formulate in the near future <laughs> so um, we we are all of us are so. And I think it will. I think there's potential for that because uh, there is a decentralized identity foundation, which is very much about um, using DID, um, the W3 standard, to develop a, a standard uh, across blockchain. Um, also, we are working on um, being blockchain agnostic. And the two chains that we're work blockchains we're working on are, I mean, Ethereum we've done pretty much from the beginning, but we're working on Neo. Now as well, um, we're going to um, there, we're just in discussions about being part of 
um, NIA's uh, acceleration process for, for its startups uh, in its blockchain, and BlockPass being a, a, a tool that the startups can use, the ICOs, the token offerings on NEO communities. So we're very much uh, interested in doing um, other blockchains, um, whether that be Ethereum, NEO, and then perhaps in the future EOS um, and, and QTIM or Quanta. Um, we're very interested in doing that. And have you have you spoken with those groups already or are you kind of in conversation no, with them? Or? Just NEO and um, NEO we've been in discussions with, but not we haven't spoken to EOS. I think EOS is still maybe too early stage. Um, we've talked to Qtum about other device identity, um, but not human identity yet. So they're also a member of a, another alliance that we're members of. We're a member of, of an alliance called Trusted IoT Alliance, and that's about creating smart contract standards for device identity device devices for blockchain, um, using blockchain. So, and that includes an identity standard for devices. Wow. So a lot of a lot of exciting things in the future of BlockPass. Um, what do you yeah. see? Yeah. What do you see in the in the next year or or two with BlockPass? Yeah. So what I see is okay. We have our next few months is pretty big because we're going out with 1.0, um, and then we're um, releasing our token, and then I see in the future um, future releases uh, having biometric uh, biometrics fully in the 2.0. Um, application and later um, further on down the road um, zero knowledge proof technology which is like a phenomenal technology where you know it's passwordless way of, of uh, authentication uh, be fully decentralized and um, so there's that too but also I see um, launching uh, versions of block pass on different blockchains very much um, see that uh, Particularly because I think blockchains will start to scale in the next few years, and um, I think there are new blockchains that aren't proof. Of, as we get away from proof of work, I mean Ethereum is still proof of work. Um, it's it needs to scale by adopting a new uh, consensus protocol. Um, these other blockchains like um, uh, like Neo is Neo's uh, delegated uh, BFT, which is a it's supposed to be a highly scalable blockchain consensus protocol. So these, once with scaling, um, BlockPass is going to be phenomenal because you know then then it, it can it, it can scale along with the blockchains that it's uh, built upon. Fantastic. Upon. Yeah, the the idea of zero knowledge proof um, coming out and affecting affecting everything is uh, definitely something to look forward to. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, my my my. There must we we need to have a way of educating people about the um, KP and particularly about educating regulators. But I think ultimately they'll be comfortable with it um, when they understand it. Um, well, speaking uh, speaking of that, what do you what do you think are like some first steps to educate um, educate the regulators and and others about uh, ZKP? Well, I think you need to educate them about blockchain in, in general, and that um, it's not just you know it, it may be anonymous. Um, Bitcoin may be anonymous, but it's also transparent. So blockchains are all transparent, meaning that you can see with an explorer, you can see every transaction, and that um, you can see the way um, sort of uh, wealth and money is floating around the blockchain. And um, I think 
that you can educate that CKP protects the user um, and it's a fully compatible with particularly new privacy regulations in places like Europe, like GTB, GDPRS, and elsewhere. But at the same time, it doesn't it doesn't like prevent tracking of money laundering and um, and uh, other other sort of tax avoidance and things like that. So it, it yeah. protects the user from the user perspective, but it, it's not going to protect against uh, tracking of that. So. I think that's that's what we have to uh, emphasize to the to, to, to government and to and, and to the media in general um, that this is not this is not like stealth stealth currency or stealth uh, tokens. It's it's about protecting the user rather than the, the other way around. Yeah, that's that's an excellent way to say it. I, I think that yeah. um, with the user in mind, that's a, a quick um, pathway to education for for everyone. Right. How is this going to protect? protect my grandmother or how's this going to protect right. you know me so right yeah right absolutely so um that i think that's absolutely key it's um you know that's what's important um with these new technologies like ckp is that they're not designed to um for uh, tax avoidance money laundering criminal activity they're designed for protection user protection um, yeah and that, that's i mean that's absolutely key in this world where if you look at what's happening in the internet, the internet has evolved the way everyone envisioned in that it's become uh, an area where um, data on users is, is it, you know, it's hacked and available. Look what happened with Equifax. Um, Equifax collected all this data not, without users' permission, really. Um, they never, you know, and they, um, half the U.S. population was, data on half the U.S. population was released because Equifax is hacked. So, I mean, this th that is a disaster. <laughs> yeah, it's huge proportions. So, um, we need to. I mean, use blockchain is an excellent tool to prevent this type of um, data loss and um, un uncontrolled, you know, data lake. You know, where users have no control. And, and BlockPass is designed where users can, if they want to, they can transmit their data to people. They can send the data to people, their personal data. If they want to and make money from it. Now, if that's what they want to do, that's fair enough. But if other people are making money from their data and giving it to other <laughs> other companies, or they're getting hacked, and then that's a huge problem. Yeah. Well, the BlockPass solution is a good way to flip that experience into yeah. the uh, the hands of the user and give them the advantage. So, Han, Absolutely. it's been yeah, it's been really great uh, chatting with you today wondering if you have any final thoughts and how we can um, stay in touch with you and find out more about BlockPass. Yeah, so um, uh, come to blockpass.org, um, uh, check out our website. Also, blockpass.org on Twitter. Um, we are also on um, on Telegram. So uh, sign up to our Telegram because there's going to be a lot more news in the coming, uh, coming weeks and months, particularly about um, our platform uh, release. The various versions and also our token uh, um, release as well. You know, and and you can find out information about our events in uh, London in mid-April, um, Tokyo at the end of at the beginning of May, and also Hong Kong at the end of May. Um, Excellent. So we're very look, looking forward to hearing from people. And if anybody has any questions, send me an email at hans.lombardo at blockpass.org. 
Well, very good. Hans, thank you so much for joining thank us. Thank you today. so much, too. Yeah, have yeah. a good day. Okay, Hans, bye-bye. Hans Lombardo with blockpass.org, and we look forward to everybody tuning in next time for the Future Tech Podcast. Coming to Dallas, Texas, September 14th, 15th, and 16th, 2018, the Blockchain and Future Tech Expo. This is going to be a gigantic conference of over 5,000 people. We're going to be talking about blockchain and its applications. We're going to be talking about quantum computing, cybersecurity, artificial intelligence, and several other future technologies that are poised to and actually changing our lives as we speak. Here's why you should attend. As you may know, early adopters are the ones that investigated and profited from things like the gold rush in the 1800s, from the dot-com boom in the 1990s, from the internet boom in 2005, from the smartphone explosion in 2007, from the real estate boom that ended in 2008, and of course, from the Bitcoin boom that started in 2012. Early adopters act now. They don't wait till later. They go out west first in their covered wagons. They find the biggest gold nuggets. If you consider yourself an early adopter and you want to find the biggest nuggets, then you owe it to yourself to attend this upcoming conference. Blockchain is going to affect how we control and store our medical data, how we send money around the world, how we bank, and more. But artificial intelligence, quantum computing, and cybersecurity will play a pivotal role in our lives as well. And that's why our next event, September 14th to the 16th at the Dallas Convention Center, is going to have not only 5,000-plus attendees, but will showcase blockchain, AI, cybersecurity, quantum computing, and more. You want to get in on the coming gold rush of future tech and opportunity as an early adopter. Don't be left out. To register, go to bftexpo.com. That's blockchainfuturetechexpo.com. Thank you. You have been listening to Almost Here, Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast, post a review, to discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse, such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more.